opportunity to talk to Chris from the band Veo over Zoom video. Chris was born and raised in Portland, Oregon, and that's where the band formed. But he talked about how he got into music, the high school band he was in, how he ended up joining Veo via a Craigslist ad. And when he found out they liked a band that he was way into from Australia, that was kind of an underground band. When they listed them as an influence, he knew that they were going to be the perfect match for him. He talked about putting out that first record, going on tour, gaining some major momentum with their second album, Vitruvian, having radio success there, and then having the rug kind of pulled out from under them right before the record release with the coronavirus pandemic. They ended up putting the record out in June 2020 and added some reimagined versions of some of the songs onto the record as well. We talk about his cover of Hey Man, Nice Shot by Filter and the new cover they just did of Alice in Chains, Rooster, and the video they just put up for that song as well. You can watch our interview with Chris on our Facebook page and YouTube channel at Bringing It Backwards. We'd love it if you subscribe to our channel, like us on Facebook, and follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok at Bringing Back Pod. We'd appreciate your support if you follow and subscribe to our podcast wherever you listen to podcasts. We're bringing it backwards with Veo. This is all about you and the the, the new reimagined songs that you guys did and how you sure. got into music and all that good stuff. So first off, where were you born and raised? Uh, in Portland, Oregon. Yeah. Uh, right. Me and the dudes, uh, are, we're all from Portland uh, and grew up here. What was that like? I mean, that's a big scene as far as music, right? Yeah. You know, um, it really was thriving for a long time uh, and still is in, in a lot of ways in some of the different genres in rock music. Uh, we had our, our rock radio station shut down maybe six or seven years ago. Um, so we kind of took a little bit of a hit there. Um, maybe uh, maybe the scene, the rock scene wasn't as popular as, as it used to be with that. And we don't get some of the bigger rock shows that, you know, come through. But uh, but largely, yeah, the, the scene is very much thriving. And uh, it, it seems like with uh, with all the venues opening back up after COVID that uh, that we haven't really missed a beat. People are, are getting back out and, and doing that thing. So it's cool. I didn't realize that the rock stations. Go. I've been in radio for a long time that you guys still have uh, the alternative station, though, there. Right. Is there an alternative station in Portland? Yeah, we have a couple. Yeah, we have a couple alternative stations. And then uh, what do they call it? Maybe adult contemporary but we got a couple classic rock stations too so but there's not like a like a like a strictly rock station there anymore yeah not like an active rock station that's bummer um so grew up in portland how did you get into music um personally i got in from my uh my grandfather he taught me how to play guitar when i was probably uh let's see fourth grade maybe 10 years old something like that and uh yeah, I've been rocking ever since. Started started the first band in high school, and uh, you know played played the first show and got you know to to kind of feel what that was like, and um, you know kind of wanted to to do it ever since. That's cool. So high school band, how how long were you guys together? Just up through high school, or like when did you when did when? Oh did man, yeah, band start? probably like, not I mean, very long. Okay. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, we've been a band. Veo has been a band for, uh, let's see, I've been with these guys. I think we've been a band for about five years now. Okay. And how did you meet the rest of the guys um, and how did Veo start? Yeah. So Brett and Cam are brothers, obviously. Um, okay. so, uh, I, I found these guys on Craigslist. Really? Uh, of all places. Yeah. And uh, anybody that's done the Craigslist thing knows it's, uh, it, it's real hit or miss and mostly miss. Um, so <laughs> it's, uh, fortunate to find, uh, 
a couple other like-minded guys, you know, that, uh, that wanted to make music. So they just had like an ad up or something like, tell me about that. Yeah. So, uh, interesting enough, um, in, in their ad, you know, it's like bands that, you know, they like, there's a band, uh, at Australia called carnival. I'm not sure if you're familiar with them, but, uh, tremendous, uh, under underrated band, uh, progressive, uh, metal band. And I'm like, Whoa, these guys know carnival. No one knows this band. Uh, I got to hit these guys up and, uh, and see what this is about. So then, then you hit them up, and then what was it like? You had to go audition for them, or or were they just mainly jamming at the time? Was it Veo yet? It was Veo, um, and it, there wasn't really much of an audition. Um, I, I think you know whatever whatever I sent them, they 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 knew I could I could play per se. It was more about uh, you know we got together and just kind of hung out uh, a bit and just making sure that we all uh, you know kind of connected and, and could hang out. Um, Anybody that's, you know, been a been in a band for a while can tell you that, uh, you know, the personal relationships um, are uh, are probably more important um, than maybe some of the other things like, you know, being the, you know, the best guitar player out there. Right. It's, um, you know, can you handle being around these guys, especially long periods of time in the back of a bus or, or whatever? So. <laughs> yeah. What was what was it like in the early, early days of Vail? Were you like just playing local shows? Like when did the ball kind of start getting rolling for you? Yeah, actually, the, the first show I ever played with these guys, we did it in uh, in Spokane, um, over in the, in eastern Washington. Mm -hmm. uh, it's about maybe maybe six hour drive from here, um, but uh, pretty much when we started, we were we we're still trying to play, you know, regionally um, in the north around the Northwest and stuff. I think we did, um, you know, maybe even our first California run within you know six months of me being on. Um, and then uh, we released our, our first album and, and started touring. Um, so. Wow. Uh, so you guys put that record yeah. out almost right away, huh? Or pretty quickly? Yeah, let me think about it. So we got together in 20, I want to say maybe late 2016 or early 2017. And we put out Infinite Light in March of 2018. Oh, wow. So it was fast. Yeah. And then did you just book your own tour? Like uh, get on a support tour? Like how did that work? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was our, uh, um, we, we booked our own tour uh did all that um you know it's uh learned a lot uh, that first tour about uh you know promotion and how to how to properly uh, get people out to a to a show on a tuesday night in the middle of nowhere um but yeah and uh you know back of the van all that um and you know it's kind of it's kind of grown since then but uh you know good good times sure sure and then you you've released the reimagined version of your second record what recently but when when did that that other album came out in 2020 is that was is that right yeah so um we you know we put out you know some singles before then a big push we got we were able to uh to get um our our, our single flare defiance into the top 30 at you know at active rock radio um huge all independently that, or did you guys get on a label at this point we are not on a label yeah so it's all independently to get on the radio that's huge and uh, you know, uh, we it, right before COVID hit, we were literally on a little acoustic radio tour, going around and playing some stations around the Midwest and that thing. And uh, we got back, and it was like the next week they shut everything down. Oh my gosh! Yeah. Um, so was the record out yet, or or you were just putting out the singles and promoting it, kind of since it got we, in the air and everything. 
we put it out in June of 2020. Okay. Um, and so it's been out a little over a year now. Um, in part, uh, you know, we like to experiment. We're getting more into uh, with the, uh, you know, maybe the electronic ambient side of things that we wanted to kind of reimagine the tracks that way. But uh, two, we were trying to get, you know, some more, you know, focus and attention on an album that kind of got lost uh, amidst, uh, you know, all the shuffle that was when COVID happened. So Sure. Yeah, that must have been rough. I mean, you guys put this record out, you had a lot of momentum going, and then everything kind of came to a halt. It's, it's about right. And, you know, there, I mean, it, it, it might sound selfish, but it's, you know, there's so many other bands that were doing the same thing too, you know, and we were all in the mm-hmm. same boat where you're out there and you're pushing an album and new music and you're putting all your time and effort and resources behind it only to kind of have it, you know, die on the vine. Um, and especially for a, a band like ourselves that we're really, you know, still very much in the beginning stages and trying to make a name for ourselves. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, you know, it definitely, it definitely hurt. And now we're kind of, you know, uh, in the midst of doing the same thing of, uh, of putting out, uh, you know, singles and, and starting the whole kind of process over. So. Oh my gosh. So once you got back, was there a thought like, okay, what do we do? Do we hold on to the record and just hope that this thing blows over and we're able to, to get back on it or like, what was, how'd you guys execute that? Yeah, there's some of that. Um, you know, it's again, that was part of the reimagined stuff. It's like, you know, how do we get some more ears on this thing? But now I think more so, you know, during COVID we're, we're writing, uh, we've recorded some stuff now. And I think, you know, we're, we're even more, excited about the new stuff moving forward that um that we're ready to start kicking off new stuff and um and i think uh we'll we'll have a single out maybe in the next uh the next month or so so wow that's huge that's huge well what tell me how the the reimagined conversation began and why did you guys choose those four songs like how did how that all kind of come together sure yeah the four song or the theme of it is uh, we, you know, we wanted to put maybe more electronic ambient spin on it for the most part, uh, maybe with flair defiance being the exception. Um, we, for that one, we were very much like, well, what if this was the soundtrack to Mortal Kombat? How do we make it sound <laughs> like it's a Michael Bay film? And let's, let's go at it that way. Um, whereas everything else is very much, um, piano based and, uh, and kind of mellow and laid back, uh, which is the opposite vibe of the album, you know, it's very much, uh, you know, uptempo and in your face and big, uh, arena rock type of type of record. So, um, we really just wanted to contrast it and maybe show, you know, that we have, we have some depth and, uh, you know, a, a softer side as well. Um, but, uh, we still tried to make it not feel so like uh, like acoustic versions of tracks mm-hmm. we wanted to do something that was maybe a little bit more outside the box than what uh, than what some people have done in the past was it difficult to do that with the songs or did you, was it like you had to pick certain songs that you knew would it would work for or yeah we definitely picked certain songs we knew it would work for um, and then it was uh, challenging um, from the perspective that we um myself just in, in the last couple of years i've really started to dive more into the electro side of things and getting more into that style and and working on working with synths and uh kind of learning that uh instrument so to speak um and i um i've really taken to it now i i, I get really excited about the stuff whereas maybe 
um, before I might've been a little bit uh, snobby with, uh, you know, I want real instruments and, you know, real people playing those instruments. Now, sure. the deeper that I've gotten into it, I really have a, uh, an appreciation uh, for those people that, uh, that can do that. Mm-hmm. Is that something you started to take up during quarantine? I mean, now you have time on your very, hands. <laughs> yeah, very much so. Very much so. So, okay. Yeah. That's cool. That's really cool. And you said you guys are already working on new stuff. You have a new song coming out fairly soon. Yeah, fairly soon. Um, we we have a we're, we're not quite sure which which one we're going to put out, but we have we have two songs right now that uh, that we're feeling good about that we're I think we're going to we're going to release here pretty soon, probably when we start our uh, our tour here in August. So awesome. That's really cool. So you're coming out next month then, huh? You're going to get back on the road then? Yeah, we'll be out with Alisana and Picturesque. We're mm-hmm. starting over, uh, starting in North Carolina, heading up to New Jersey, over to the Midwest, and then finishing off. I think we've got five dates in Texas awesome. uh, in, in the middle of August. So yeah. <laughs> That'll be nice and perfect weather. Perfect timing. <laughs> <laughs> perfect timing. That's cool, though. Are you excited? Have you, have, have you had a chance to play at all yet in front of people? No. Um, and on top of that, um, our, uh, we will be playing with a, uh, a touring drummer that's coming out with us. Um, and it's our first time playing with him. Um, and so we're, we're, we're just getting ready to start practicing to, uh, to head out there and we're, uh, we're excited to, uh, to shake the rust off. So. That's cool. I'm sure people are going to go crazy. I mean, especially people that hadn't, hadn't had a show, maybe your, your show will be the first one they've seen in a year and a half. That'll be yeah. exciting. Emotional, yeah. I'm sure. Very, very much so, hopefully. And, you know, we'll, uh, we'll all be shaking off the rest together. Yeah, that's <laughs> awesome. You guys have done a couple of pretty amazing cover songs. I mean, Hey Man, Nice Shot. What was the, why did you go with Filter? Um, we uh, were very much uh, inspired by a lot of the music from sort of that time. Um, you know, the 90s, 90s. They were still doing uh musically they're doing compositional and melodic things that maybe aren't uh so popular nowadays they were maybe willing to take a you know some more chances and uh and had some support behind that um and you know that song is one of you know the iconic songs from that uh, that time period um and you know we we definitely wanted to pay homage to the original track but you know still try to put our own bail spin on it so i like it you did a great job and Thank then you. You, you covered Rooster from Alice in Chains. Rooster. We just released a music video today. It's out uh-huh. on YouTube. Uh, and yeah, kind of the, kind of the same uh, rationale. Um, we're huge Alice in Chains fans, right? as, are, uh, as are many people. Um, and <laughs> Rooster is just one of those tracks. That it's just, it, it's awesome. Uh, and, you know, we're, we've already gotten some, uh, uh, some people that are like, hey, you can't touch that song uh, oh and, you know, some haters already huh <laughs> yeah and you know we, we knew we were going to get some of that so, uh, there's a lot of passionate fans, and i'm sure you know we all have those uh, those bands that we're passionate about or, or songs that it's like just it's great but i'm kind of that challenge and kind of do the same thing and um you know it definitely uh, is an evolution of what we're trying to do with the reimagined tracks. We, we added some more electronic elements in there, um, but we still tried to do, you know, capture the dynamics and the passion of the, you know, the original track. 
um, and, and try to do that. Yeah, I think it's a great version. And I mean, to get a nod from Spotify too. I mean, obviously it wasn't, <laughs> you guys didn't butcher the song by any means. <laughs> appreciate that. Appreciate yeah. that. Yeah, it was cool to land on the uh, the covers playlist too. So that's amazing. Yeah. Well, I'm excited for you guys. I'm I'm sure you're excited to get back on the road. Yeah, very much so. It's you know it's been it's been too long, um, and you know we're fortunate that we we're able to to get right back out as soon as things have started opening up um, and try to you know get some of that momentum going. Um, like you know so many other bands, we kind of. We had, we had stuff booked. We were ready to rock and roll. We were set to hit the road and then, uh, and then all that happened. So yeah, we're excited to get back out there and, and start playing, uh, this album live. It's, uh, we're playing all the stuff off of Vitruvian and we haven't had a chance to play a lot of these songs yet. So it's, uh, it's going to be fun. That's cool. And, um, the headliner celebrating what 10 year anniversary of a, of a record. Yeah. So that, is it a record, 10 year anniversary of their record or as a yes, band? It is. That's what I thought. So I'm sure people are going to be super excited for that as well. I mean, it's going to, there's going to be a lot of energy there. It's, I think there were three or four shows that sold out on the first day. Um, <laughs> oh, wow. And it's a, it's a combination of how passionate Alisana fans are in general. Uh, and, you know, I think people are really excited to get back out and, uh, and see live music again. Sure. Are you, fa I mean, were you fans of that record? It's going to be pretty cool to be able to see yeah. them play that every night. Cool. I saw them play that record 10 years ago or maybe around that time, <clears throat> excuse me, here, uh, here in Portland at one of the venues. Really? Uh, yeah. So it's, it's going to be pretty cool to, to, you know, how everything kind of comes to, you know, fruition in the end. So what a full circle thing. Do, do you know this, do you know the guys in Alisana and have you told them that story before? Uh, no, I haven't. And they will definitely hear it. Um, <laughs> And we, uh, we, one of our, uh, one of our crew that we take out with us that does, uh, our, our music video work, uh, he is one of the biggest Alisana fans on the planet. So I think he's gonna, he'll be really ecstatic to meet, uh, <laughs> meet all those guys as well. Yeah. Um, I'm sure he'll fangirl a ton. And, uh, you know, we, we went out with, uh, we, and this, uh, the Alisana and that scene is very much his thing. We went out with, Seether and I think he was he's like oh yeah Sean Morgan nice to meet you and uh we went out with Tremonti met Mark Tremonti and it's like oh yeah nice to meet you I'm a big fan this one he's like you guys are going out with Alisana this is gonna be so great <laughs> that's hilarious that's so cool well yeah. good luck on the tour I mean that's amazing it's cool that stuff's already sold out I'm sure that'll be really really exciting a lot of energy and a lot of emotion there um, and thank you so much, Chris, for doing this. I appreciate it. Yeah, thanks for having me. Yeah, Good I, yeah I have one more question for you. I want to know if you have any advice sure. for aspiring artists. Oh, so much. Uh, <laughs> one, don't listen to haters, because if you did, everybody would tell you that you're not good enough and you'll never be able to accomplish what you want to do. Um, you know, definitely take time to practice honing on your craft definitely learn everything you can if you really want to pursue this learn everything you can about you know the business not just you know musical compositions or things like that um and you know if you really have the passion and you want to do it just keep doing it and uh you know there there is light at the end of the tunnel once you once you kind of start figuring out how things work <clears throat> it's not just impossible